This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Third and goal. It's Bajan. Looking. He's going to run it in and dive home for the touchdown. Yeah, no, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Just because coming from college and all, I didn't really celebrate like that. So um, I'd never spiked. I never even practiced a spike before. So I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty solid form, and everybody seemed to be pretty juiced up, you know, on the offense, which is also just celebrating with the O line after just a big drive like that is all is always pretty exciting. So um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's our guy Tyson Bajent. Who looked the part in a in a dress rehearsal? It's not a real football game, but it's it, it approximates one. And yeah, and, it, and and look, like when you're talking about a guy that's playing Division two ball, for him to come in and look like okay, like I can I can do this. Have you, Dan? Have you looked him up on the Beast yet? No, I think that's why Brugler was on. Right? Do you want me to grab it? Well, I can give you the the overview from NFL.com if you'd like. All right. Well, you do that. I'll I'll try to find the beast here. I'll see if I got it. This is Lance Zerlime who wrote this. Highly decorated and highly confident Division II quarterback with adequate NFL size but mechanical issues that need to be cleaned up. Bajan's footwork can become erratic under pressure, and his delivery is reminiscent of a shortstop's throw to first base at times. He plays with a good feel for his offensive design and a willingness to attack all intermediate pockets of the field regardless of cover scheme. However, the decision-making and arm strength might not be good enough to beat the window-shopping defensive backs of the NFL. Strengths. Four-year starter with adequate frame and hand size, capable of smooth, rhythmic footwork and setup, access to a quick, efficient release, patient to wait for routes to develop, poised and confident making intermediate throws into zones, Plays with good feel for route concepts, athletic enough to elude defenders and escape the pocket. Weaknesses can dip below a three-quarter release point as a passer, 
has had issues coming off ill-advised throws and moving to the next read. Stares down targets, leading center field safeties to the throw. Footwork and ball placement fall apart when he starts rushing throws. Inconsistent decision-making when faced with blitzing fronts. Face lower level of competition. Tyson Bajent. All right, now... This is from Dane Brugler's The Beast, where Bajent was ranked as the number 14 quarterback just behind TCU's Max Duggan and ahead of Malik Cunningham of Louisville. Says the strengths for Bajent, lean athletic build with a projectable frame, has a whip for an arm and spins a zippy spiral. See, that's what I was talking about. Balanced in his setup, gets the ball out quickly for catch-and-run opportunities, flashes the ability to touch up and layer throws against zone, comfortable drilling the ball over the middle of the field, has functional pocket mobility to slide and buy time. His 6.953 cone was second best among combine quarterbacks. Very confident, yet level-headed, quick memory to move on from mistakes. Unquestioned leader of the locker room. Close teammate. His coach said he raises the level around him, owns everything, never pointing a finger. It's in his DNA. He wills the team to win. Father instilled a strict work ethic from a young age, played under three different offensive coordinators, which helped shape his football mind. Extremely productive, has every school passing record. Weaknesses. All of his college experience came to a lower level of competition. Doesn't consistently incorporate his base or hips to drive throws. Throws with steady accuracy, but placement will need to be more precise to fit NFL windows. Prefers to work from a stationary base with inconsistent mechanics after he's flushed. Guilty of being a stubborn passer at times with preferred reads. Interceptions usually a result of unrefined eyes leading defenders to the target. Will hold the ball too long with multiple route concepts. Needs to quicken his eyes. Internal clock will need a reset against an NFL pass rush. Room to improve pre-snap pressure reads wasn't a rush threat in college. Overall, Bajan only knows Division II defensive speed and faces a steep learning curve against NFL competition. But he has the mindset and functional physical profile worth developing as a chance to be the first Division II quarterback drafted since 1994. So what I loved about watching him in these first two games is that it looks like as far as pre, because preseason is a little bit different than what we see in the regular season, obviously regular season, different than what we see in, in the playoffs. From a preseason standpoint, he doesn't look out, out like, like he's uncomfortable. Like he looks like he can handle what second and third team defensive players can throw at him. Because that's who he's playing against. Guys that might not even make the NFL or won't make the NFL until later on in the season. But he doesn't look like he's out of sorts. He looks like I can handle this, that he's not afraid to run in in these situations. And I, I'm impressed. I'm with you on his release. Like, I, I like the way that he, as the, the football people say, like, he rips the ball. Mm-hmm. And and I like that. Like And maybe that does go to what, what Brugler's talking about when it comes to him staying, he, what do you say, he's stubborn? <laughs> like... Like maybe that's what it is, like him being stubborn and saying, "All right, I'm going to make this throw." Boom. In a in a system, if, if you're talking about just making him a system quarterback, that could be helpful. If you know what your limitations are, and you know that you need to work through and say, "This I'm going right now." Like mm-hmm. 
boom, this guy's open. I'm going right now. I'm not even going to look for the big play necessarily. I'm going to go to get us six yards on this play like, so and take then the, set take something Take the free up. cheese. Yeah. Recognize maybe, and take the free cheese. Maybe the, that's who he ends up being, you know, but it's cool. It, it's – I, you know, we've discussed preseason. We hate preseason. But in watching these games, there's usually a couple of stories – that you can have a little bit of fun with. My hope is that we don't forget about that the Tyson Bajan story ends up being something that we can talk about throughout the year, even if it is just him being the dressed emergency number three quarterback or him just being on the practice squad. We're hoping to have him on the show a little bit later in the week. He's clearly the Mastroli Award winner. There's no yeah. question that he's, uh, he's – and that is his quarterback's coach. Ken Mastroli, so that's going to come around nicely, and I hope he gets a kick out of that when we eventually have him on. Now, the last week, the last winner of the Mastroli Award was edge rusher Terrell Lewis. He's at it again. I, I, I can't cut him. No, you cannot cut him. I can't. He cut does him. something that you need. Yeah, and and he really looks the part. And I know he's beating bums too, but as a backup. And if he's healthy, his his build, like man, it, they, that that's what it looks like. Look at Alabama. The only thing that stopped him was injuries. Like this is a guy that can play, and I look at it as this is a team. Like if ever you were going to make a squad as a, a edge rusher, this is this is the type of team that you could make. And I every time I've seen him, and it's granted, it's still just like Bajent. It's watching preseason's action. He's made an impression. And when you have a team whose leading sacker last year was their rookie safety, you got to get pressure from up front. And if that pressure, I don't care where it comes from, you know what you're going to get on the other side. You know eventually Yannick Ngakwe is going to be available and he's going to play. And you know that he's going to demand double teams. Someone's got to be able to take care of business on the other side. And so far, I actually think the competition at edge rusher has been really good. I think Travis Gibson has played well. I think Terrell Lewis has played well. There have there, been a couple of guys that have made sense throughout it. So here we go with another game to see who gets to, to stick around. I'm concerned about the Tevin Jenkins injury and... I don't know if any, it's hard to tell right now what are real injuries and what's not in veterans days and all that. But if they're already saying six weeks and a leg, it's got to be a hamstring, right? You would think, but who, like, this is the problem with them because them not telling us doesn't help. And it's, it's hard to know what to think of Tevin Jenkins because you see the potential, but that potential has to be on the field. And if it's not, if you say it's a six-week injury, I've seen enough from Datari Carter that makes me feel comfortable with him going forward. And I feel bad because I feel like Tevin Jenkins has been kind of screwed around with, you know? Yep. Um, But he's got to be healthy or he does you no good. So hopefully, hopefully, Dan, it's something as – easily remedied as a hamstring injury and maybe not something worse hope you're right 